What's going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. Of course, I'm your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are having an amazing day. It is Wednesday, it's hump day, it's the middle of the week, and I hope that certainly you've got the end of the week in mind, but don't waste today. Don't just let it be one of those days where you go, oh, it's hump day, I gotta figure out how to get through. No, 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 no. Make today a productive day to give you momentum leading into the weekend. You can absolutely do that. Big shout out to everyone who has joined us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Thank you for your consistent support there. Thank you also to everyone who subscribes and regularly listens to this podcast. We absolutely appreciate you. And if you are not a subscriber or it's your first time, go ahead and click that subscribe button. You'll absolutely be able to know as soon as a new episode hits. Also, do me a favor and uh, rate and leave a comment for this podcast as well, wherever it is that you're listening to us today. All right. So we've got some uh, information to get to, as we always do. I want to start by saying this. Is it perhaps time for us to put some respect on the name of Impact Wrestling? Okay, where is that coming from, right? Here's where it's coming from. You know, historically, uh, organizations that are not WWE, be they ROH, Impact, now AEW, uh, have often been accused of trying to build their company around former WWE stars in an attempt to somewhat, I don't know, make it look like WWE perhaps. And in that, I think my opinion has really changed in this pandemic era. Let me explain why. Of course, we know about three months ago, over 30 plus wrestlers lost their jobs uh, due to layoffs at WWE. As a result, these folks really had nowhere to go to apply their craft. And for some reason, unemployment hits a lot harder when the rest of the country is dealing with it. And so realizing that in these pandemic streets, you know, there were upwards of 40 million people without a job in the United States. Uh, It certainly makes us all that much more sensitive to these wrestlers who, through no fault of their own, have no place to apply their craft or their trade. Couple that with the fact that most of them couldn't even look anywhere else for a 90-day period. So 90 days with no money, with no income, with no opportunity to apply your craft just isn't cool. And considering that we're in a pandemic and considering that that pandemic has caused uh, sports of all types to be without fans for the most part, it makes it that much more difficult for someone trying to apply their craft in the world of pro wrestling. So when I see Impact Wrestling welcome seven former WWE superstars to their roster, that excites me. That makes me happy for these guys. That makes me feel really, really good that an organization is willing to give them an opportunity. So you look at guys like Eric Young and EC3 
And now add to that Kurt Hawkins, a.k.a. Brian Myers. Add to that the Good Brothers. Uh, there's just a ton of, of people who have made their way from WWE over to Greener Pastures in Impact Wrestling. And I got to say, they've been producing a pretty solid product in light of the empty arena scenario. So shout out to Impact Wrestling. Uh, EC3 made another big in-ring debut last night. Uh, on their broadcast, we've got new tag team champions in the returning Motor City Machine Guns. I think things are starting to get really interesting in Impact Wrestling. And I think, again, because of some of the financial challenges that they've had, that uh, we've perhaps not given them their props as we should. But uh, I think now is probably a good time to take another look at Impact Wrestling. So if you're not regularly watching, you can check Impact Wrestling out on Access TV every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. And if you should miss that, you can always catch it on Twitch. You can also catch it on their mobile app where they actually showcase uh, these shows for free like a day later or so. So those of us who are in the in-demand crowd, um, that move kind of makes, I think, a lot of sense for us. So go ahead, check it out. Let me know what you think of what's going on in Impact Wrestling. Another interesting note is that later on today, Stephanie McMahon is scheduled to speak on how the WWE is addressing systemic racism. Stephanie will be a guest on the Ad Age Remotely show uh, today. The remote segment will focus on current events and the focus of the show is how WWE is pivoting during the pandemic, hosting shows without fans, touching on racial injustices, and how WWE is handling systemic racism within the company. That's going to air live today at 1.30 p.m. Eastern on Ad Age's YouTube channel, their Twitter account, and on Twitch. So you can check that out. Now, this is what she has said leading into it. She has said that uh, WWE does not have any formal announcements ready, but they are looking to do, quote, something meaningful for the community. She also said we're looking to partner with a few different organizations to make sure we are able to amplify and use our platforms in the best way possible. She also said we're getting further down the pike in something that will be meaningful for the community. Okay, so let me just say this. The fact that it is July 22nd and WWE's only statement about racism in this crazy year has been the statement about George Floyd and the statement where they said they support an inclusive society, they condemn racial injustice, they stand behind their black performers, employees, and fans around the world and encourage everyone to use their voice to speak out against racism. And yet... They have not used the largest platform in this industry to do that. Seems a bit suspect, seems a bit hypocritical. Now, on one end, you have the New Day, who was given permission on their podcast to talk exclusively about racial injustice, to talk about George Floyd, et cetera, et cetera. And I think it's one of the best podcast episodes they've ever done. So check out their podcast, the New Day podcast, and uh, really feel the emotion 
and authenticity behind that. Uh, they've also given permission for the New Day to take a knee in the ring. If you'll notice, the New Day also wears armbands uh, each week with a different person who's been impacted uh, by this struggle on their arm. We've seen Cedric Alexander wear Black Lives Matter on his arm as an armband. We've seen Keith Lee have Black Lives Matter on his trunks. But those are individual folks making a statement as opposed to a company making a statement. Now, where this gets a little dicey, it gets dicey here. I would prefer that a company who does not believe in Black Lives Matter or does not have anything substantial to say or contribute to this conversation, I would rather them be quiet. I would rather them not make the attempt to say something and then insert their foot in their mouth and then have to come back a week later and make an apology that falls flat on the African-American community and those who are people of color. The question is, what is WWE going to do and how then will what they do compare against what they've done? And what do I mean? OK, so you could say, well, you know, Keith Lee is the first double champion in NXT history and the New Day have eight tag team title reigns and Sasha Banks and Bailey are running the women's division and you've got people of color in certain spots. Well, it's not always about that, right? Like sometimes it is, but the fact that in the 60 plus year history of WWE, there have only been four African-American men to hold the championship. And really, if we're honest, two were WWE champions being Kofi Kingston and The Rock, and two were world heavyweight champions being Mark Henry and Booker T. Four in the 60-year history of WWE, and there have been some amazing African-American wrestlers that have come through there. We could talk about the fact uh, about where are our African-American women's champions, and we're going to get into that in a second. Uh, we have to talk about the fact that you've allowed Hulk Hogan back into the WWE after getting rid of him and erasing him from WWE because of his racial comments, and then he's welcomed back amid great controversy, but that didn't stop you from welcoming him back we have to address then why the president of the united states is still an active member of the wwe hall of fame considering all of the people groups that he has offended and not attempted to help so i think this gets complicated for wwe and i will look forward to seeing what the statement is from stephanie mcmahon but personally i'm not waiting with bated breath for a very simple reason because WWE historically has picked and chosen whatever causes they want to get behind. And they can do that. They're their own company. They're not required to get behind every social movement, et cetera, et cetera. But it does look suspect when you're willing to support our uh, LGBTQ community. It does look suspect when you're able to support other communities and other causes like bullying and et cetera, et cetera. But it takes you a long time to make a statement or a stand about systemic racism. So this will be interesting to watch, and I'm intrigued to see what you guys are going to say about that. And speaking of that, that's a perfect lead into what's been going on with Naomi. Of course, this past Friday, she lost a match to Lacey Evans on SmackDown. It spawned uh, the hashtag Naomi Deserves Better. And uh, again, a lot of people responded to that. It was a trending topic for well over 24 hours. 
And then WWE Hall of Famer Booker T took to his radio show, uh, the Hall of Fame podcast, and opened up about Naomi's situation. And what he said, and just a small snippet of what he said, is this, life isn't fair and sometimes you have to make your own breaks. I'm going to quote what he says. Don't judge me on this. This is what he says. He says, quote, they can go to hell with all these hashtags as far as I'm concerned. Nobody deserves a chance, all right? First and foremost, you have to earn your chance and your spot on the roster. This is not some movement to just pull somebody up just because. I hate to sit here and say this and talk this way because I like Naomi, but as far as the business goes, you get it on your merit alone. That's it. It's nobody system he has more to say but i'll leave it there and here's what i will say to that i have huge issues with booker t making a statement like that there are countless countless times we can look in the wrestling business and see the power of either what the fans have had to say or the power of somebody giving someone a chance how then do you explain back in 1992 or 1991 one of those years when ron simmons becomes the first ever world heavyweight champion it's because dusty Rhodes gave him a chance you look at quite frankly the reason that we have a women's evolution it's because the fans of wwe got on social media and made give divas a chance a trending topic for three days such that vince had to listen and all of a sudden the women were given the opportunity to tell a better story in the ring and that is what ultimately leads to the women main eventing wrestlemania last year in new york city i don't understand why someone like booker t feels comfortable saying this when and he goes on to say i wish i could get my hands on her for one month naomi would look at this business in a totally different way and here's what i would say to that if you believe that you have what it takes to take naomi from where she's been to where we all believe that she could be why would you say that publicly why wouldn't you reach out to her i know you have her number because you trained her husband so i know you've got contact with her why wouldn't you reach out to her privately and say hey why don't you come down to my wrestling school i got some ways that i think i want to help you that will absolutely get you in the space you want to be in this systemically is one of the issues and i know i'm over my time so forgive me but it's one of the issues that really becomes major in the african-american community we have not historically stuck together and booker t gets influence becomes a five or six time world champion depending on how you count a two-time hall of famer and all of a sudden now you want to throw this type of shade on her you didn't hate to say it you meant to say it you knew that's what you said because it was on your platform and so booker t you may or may not ever hear this but here's what i want to say from one brother to another Let's look out for our sisters. And if we have the resources and opportunities to be a help to people who need help, just go and help them. You don't have to blast them on social media and try to destroy the movement that the fans say. And here's the problem, right? You talk about pro wrestling is based on merit. Well, when fans choose to get behind you, they choose to get behind you. There are countless 
countless times that we can go back and look at the fact that there were things that were never supposed to get over that got over because the fans just decided to love it. The fans decided to love you, Booker T. You were a wrestler who had championship reigns, and quite frankly, if Hulk Hogan didn't get out the way, you wouldn't have had an opportunity to win your first world championship on that fateful night in 2000. So I just don't like that people get amnesia when it comes to opportunities. Nobody got an opportunity in this business or any other solely on their own merit. Somebody put in a good word. Somebody helped train them. Somebody helped get them over. So Booker T, do better, man. We believe in you, dude. We honor you. We trust you. Don't take that platform and influence and abuse it. I want to get your thoughts on what Booker T had to say. Um, let us know what you think. Matter of fact, we may even post the whole article for you to see it. Let me know what you think. Was Booker T right? Maybe I'm being emotional. Was he right that Naomi should earn her spot? Skip the fact that she's a two-time women's champion. Skip the fact that she's the only woman who was injured in less than 30 days and forced to surrender her championship, but nobody else had to. Hmm. Let's talk about all that. Let me know what you think by way of social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Um, again, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast. We want to hear from you. So please rate us and leave a comment for us as well. Join us next time. We've got more great content coming to you right here on our social media channel and via podcast. So until then, it's man GB representing for my good brothers, Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and John Murray. Collectively, we're known as The Faction. Salute my people, here we go Salute my people